Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a Gonzode, I would call it. Um, Gonzasode. Gonzasode. Yeah. Me, me, and, me and Doug talking here, um, shooting the gap. Um, first of all, I want to say rest in peace to my boy Levi. After that, we want to just talk. Yeah. What's going there's, on, man? There's, there's on? actually um, something that is interesting that I don't think I've ever brought up on the show, um, and you've brought up your own experiences with it. Um, I just realized how many times you guys are going to hear me say, um, since it's just the two of us, and I apologize for that. I'm not editing that all that out. Just like, the two of us. Aha! Just the two of us. Remember when uh, Will Smith redid that with his dumbass kid? Um. This kid's all crazy now. Yeah. Alright, this kid's a fucking wackadoo, but, um, <laughs> showed up to a fucking wedding dressed as white Batman. Yeah. Not, he's... like, Caucasian. I mean, like, the Batman suit was white. I'm, I'm wondering um, if he's doing that on purpose. I think he's just rich and weird. I'm sorry, Purposely rich people. Rich, and weird? rich, rich people get to be called eccentric. Yeah, we have no money, so I'm weird. I give a um, fuck. He's weird. He's weird. <laughs> he's weird. And his 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 sister is fucking weird too. Um, I I almost wanted to follow them on Twitter just for all the batshit crazy stuff they say. I have I have followed them and unfollowed them. Um, yeah, so I was gonna say one of one one of our many accounts follows Kanye West just because I like to shake my head on a daily basis. Um, but no, we. He's crazy. <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't know if Ryan played sports in high school, um, and I said something really funny, but horrible. Um, I was like, sure and Ryan, if you're a homosexual, don't say anything. I'm pretty sure um, he did soccer and just got pissed off about... I was just making a joke by being homosexual, but he then he got drops. pissed off about jocks and, and sports in general, so he's quit playing because jocks were assholes. Yeah. No, just didn't like the culture. Yeah, the, that... Five guns was the jock. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Okay, so you played soccer. We know you played football. Um, yes. You've made that A, crystal clear on several occasions. B, I just happen to know that. Um, I played sports in, in middle school, not high school, because I was like, you actually had to be like good at it um, and actively go after that. And I was That's like. That's it changes. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's absolutely the, the competitive edge. The I mean, have fun doing it, but like. The, the winning becomes a thing as opposed to, you know, like... The winning becomes... I'm like, I just want orange slices in the middle yeah. of it. Like, you the, know, the that's what I The fun part is winning at that point. When you get to, like, 6th, 7th grade, you're, you're just yeah, playing yeah. A, a game, but it's about... Yeah. You better win at this point. That's what yeah. it's about. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. It's... I mean, it's For fun, it was. but, I mean... Uh, and I played... Uh, I played, you know, the, the fo- in the football games that you guys played in at, uh, at a local high school um, on Sundays. Smoky Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Played uh, with you that one time, I remember. Yeah, yeah you and I don't... Had, you came on, like, after I had burned out my knee, so I couldn't play anymore. Uh-huh. Except for that... Were you at the one game, right? The one time you played, you were there. You yeah. You played with us one time. Yeah, yeah. Turned that conversation about football into Doctor Who in less than 30 seconds. <laughs> with Rob. I remember that to the day I die. Uh, and I was wearing a, a, a Marvel Comics YOLO shirt. I wonder if Rob knows he's the most mentioned person on this show. That's not on this show. He's never been on. The, you know, we need to rectify that sometime. I have to reach out to him. Because I don't talk to him very often. Rob's brought up a lot. And Rob's a really cool dude. Yeah, and I don't think Rob, Rob played high school football or sports. Yes, he did. Did he at Smoky Hill? He played mm-hmm. football. Good for him. He didn't make it very far. Um, yeah, so what? But you know, like you know how laid back is. He's not like super like you know win or lose. Like that's he doesn't like that attitude. I've only seen him be mad or be upset or get pissed one time. It was It's uh, frightening. Oh no, I was like, oh no, don't do that. Dude, he's pat. He, oh. When when Rob gets mad, the one time I seen Rob get mad, it was it was ferocious to say the least. Well it was a it was a cheap shot during the game, I know that. Yes. Or, or something like that. And, yeah. he, and he came back hard and he did. And, and I was like Rob's not a small guy. Me. Like no, Rob is a big dude. And his brother's big too. Nice. His brother's nice. shorter but like like wider, like built. Okay. Uh, well, Casey. well, Rob is about what five ten, and he's probably pushing about two twenty on the on the good side. And, of and muscle, like, yeah. Like it's yeah, he's, he's not, strong. you know, he's strong. yeah. Um, that I, I hope he knows that he's brought up on this show on and in, in a positive in a good light. way. A- good absolutely. Way. I mean, I've known the kid since I was uh, seventh grade. He was my best friend for a long time. Actually, weirdly enough, I'm not going to get into the whole story because that would be irresponsible and unfair to Rob. Um. But I will say the one time I've seen him mad, it was at me. 
And I was just like, I'm never doing whatever I did again, ever, to anyone. Like, it was like a life-changing thing that, because he's not the type to get, he internalizes it, and that's fine. And we really shouldn't be talking a lot about this, but, um. We're getting through it. We're getting yeah, through it. but, um, no, it's just, I mean, he's not here to, you know. Um, though I, I do think that he had, I think I talked about wanting to be on, not this show, it was actually when we were going to do the Heroclix podcast, and I, I, he got really itchy about the idea of being recorded. Okay. Um, and that's not, that's, I, I don't know Rob well, but that, that sounds that, like something he, he that doesn't like his Rob. picture having, you know, he doesn't like his picture being taken. He doesn't like, and the thing is it's, he's just uncomfortable. And I'm like, don't say anything horrible. You'll be fine. Like really like in terms of the Heroclix, I'm like computers on the, it would have been on on table, like away from us with a microphone, like, you know, pulled out like a, like a mouse on a string or on a, on a cable. It wouldn't have been like right in the middle of the game. Like, it's like, you'll forget you're being recorded 20 minutes in, mm-hmm. um, much like, you know, you, you get so um, self-conscious about, like, being recorded, and then, you know, like, you don't even think about it at this point. It's just like, yeah, that's no, computer's up. And, that's very true. And, um, you, and you forget that, um, you know. When, so. when me and Ryan started doing this with you guys, um, I remember Ryan looking at the microphone. I remember myself looking at the microphone, and then all of a sudden... It just kind of evolved into not even looking at the microphone. Not even being aware that it's there. I mean, it's like, you don't even, yeah, at this point. And I'm a narcissist, so anytime I get to hear my own voice and keep it on, you know, and put it up on the internet for posterity is is a good day for me, but, um, which happens about four times a week. Um, (laughs) not really a narcissist, I shouldn't say that. Um, but no, so anyway, back to, um, school-age sports. I don't know if you knew this about me, because um, it doesn't get brought up. I don't think I've ever brought it up on the show that I'm aware of, um, but I played sports when I was a kid, um, mostly to appease my parents. Um, that was going to be my first question. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad thought it was abnormal that a kid, you know, 10, 11, 12, whatever, didn't want to play outside, didn't want to do catch, didn't want to, you know... I, I wanted to stay inside and read, um, or, you know, play video games, um, watch, you know, watch. Don't you stay inside and read? Um, <laughs> yeah, which, like, it's, like, weird, because I'm, like, you're mad because I'm reading, like, I'm, you're mad because I'm doing something, like, good, like, now, given I didn't have a lot of books at my dad's house, uh, my parents are divorced, and, uh, I pretty much read Sphere over and over and over again, because that's, like, all I had that, and, like, Alice in Wonderland, and then... Um, stray Stephen King and uh, Anne Rice books that they were like, eh, you're probably too young to read some of this. Because, like, my stepmom had the, no, she had the Sleeping Beauty stuff, which is, like, borderline porn. Oh, it's very much porn. Um, let me cut through. Sure. What was the first book that you read that was legitimate? Where you're like, that's, that's... That wasn't, like, an SR-21? That was what you sought out. The first book that you read. That first you book out. I I actively sought out. Um, Not even actively sought out. Just just went to your library in because we went to Cherry Creek schools, so we had big libraries in our schools. Well, I mean, where, where was what was the first book first that you legi- got like, read? I, I think the first legitimate book that I can remember um, that wasn't assigned, that wasn't yes, yes like that's you know I they they I know they had like children's um, authors yeah. come in and what, do tours. What was the first one that wasn't assigned that you grabbed and read and were just like Holy I remember shit, I this. I remember this. What I fuck? I can't remember the name of the store. They were the bookstores in the malls. Was that Walden Books? Walden Books. Okay. Yes. Um, so when I wasn't reading the the God, cards yeah, at that Spencer's, was books, yeah. um, when I wasn't reading the cards at Spencer's, I would go to Walden Books and. I have this very distinct memory of wanting the novelization of Hook. The movie Hook? Yes. Okay. So that puts it... Was that a book before? No. Okay. No, but this is, you know, back when they still did novelizations of movies. They would would take a movie and then give... And I remember, this is how clearly a memory it is, and, uh, once again, not that this show needs it, but a testament to the weird fucking memory, like, the information retention of my brain... Um, the near photographic memory of mine, I remember my dad going, I don't know if you're old enough to read this, just based on, like, context of, like, words. Right. Not anything bad, I mean, right, I, right, I, right, in the right. movie. Um, yeah, yeah. But he pointed at a word and goes, 
what's that word and what does it mean? And I remember the word was infamous. And he goes, if you can say the word and tell me what it means, I'll buy the book for you. This is how, this is how moronic I was. Um, and not as kid logic, it actually works. Because I went, oh, it's infamous. So immediately I was not going to get the book. Were you doing the Three Amigos explanation of infamous? No, it's that. <laughs> and as kid logic, it's not a terrible amount of logic that I went infamous and I went, well, there's in in front of famous. So it must mean it's the opposite of famous. So it means like not famous. Now, obviously, infamous means you're famous in a bad way. Yes. Hitler. Yes. Um, always Hitler. A, always a good go-to uh, if you're going to talk about infamous. As far um, as infamous goes, he should. But you know what I mean? Like next to it. Yes. Trying to figure out the context of the word from what it was, like the, the like root of it, like that. Like I was kind of almost going Latin on it, where I'm like, well, the root is like you know the opposite of, and it's like. But my dad's like, yeah, you're not getting that. Um, which was like. <laughs> so I, what's the book? What's it, the book? It was the novelization of Hook. Novelization of Hook. Okay. Would, would be the first one I, I remember I actively was like, I want this. Like in a bookstore. That wasn't like a children's book. It wasn't, there right. was, you know, not a right. comic book, obviously. I remember, I remember going to sixth grade. I went to Campus Middle School, which is the one that feeds into Cherry Creek High School before we moved. Before my parents got married again. Whatever the fuck they were doing. And I remember... I went to horror right away. I went to look at the horror section. The horror, yeah, okay. That's that's always pinged me. Um, if you want to ping, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I have a piggyback on this when you're done. It's gonna be yeah. horror, horror movies, horror books, all of that. And they had, which which, today I'm 36 years old. I have I have I have kids. I don't see them. I don't talk to them. You know, they they get money and. And whatnot, but but I, I still think of that, and I, I think of my my nephews and my niece that I that I get to mm-hmm. just chill with around here. I'm like, how the fuck did that book be there? But it, like, what if they had a Stephen King section? Yeah, I mean, it, at that point, he was still good. Well, at, at that point, he was he was the best. At yeah. that point, he was the best, and he still is the best in horror. But yes, now he's gotten really to the point where the Family Guy sketch about like the lamp monster, like that's happening. <laughs> But that's okay. Otherwise, the first book that I that I checked out because I'd seen a little bit of the movie was The Shining, and I read The Shining, which is a difficult read for. I mean, Ooh, I got killed. It. it wasn't even hard to kill. I mean, not as bad as The Stand, but it's it's no, it's not. The Stand the is like you, you take like the, uh, the Stand. You take like two weeks <laughs> off. You have to get yeah. through it. Um, the The Shining. I, I got it. I remember seeing the the cover of the book and 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 I read it. And I read The Shining, and I was, I was, fucking taken back further than I'd never been. I was like, I'm listening to Poison, Bill Bib DeVoe. I got, I got, I got, you know, Guns and Roses. You know, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm starting to make my jump to what I'm going to do by myself as far as yeah, being like a reader. You're, you're, you're making your tastes. Yes. Yeah. And The Shining, I read it sixth grade. Killed it. Didn't do good in science. Didn't do good in geography. Everything else was just fine. But The Shining. Like, I read that book. That's how I knew I was smart. Because I read that book. And I killed it. I I can read that book over and over again. That's the first book that I read. That was my book. That was not what my... Teacher said to read, or, yeah. what, what my dad said, you need to read Huckleberry Finn and yeah. all that bullshit, that, which I couldn't even get through until later on. And, I, and I'm like, I, how, I, how could I not read I, I was drawn, I was drawn to Mark Twain at a very young age, but that's me. Um, I was made to, so that's why I didn't like it. And The Shining is the book that I, that the that's the book that kind of set my whole life Twice That's a something. different question. I have the answer to that as well. I like that. Um, I'm sorry, we're done. I didn't want to interrupt. No, no, no. That's that's it. That's that's the first book that I read that said fuck. The first book that I read that said that's pussy. Like I remember this. The first time I read it, it said a tit is a tit and a twat is a twat. And I pretty much mainstayed that my whole life. And it's talking about pussy, talking about getting laid, talking about different girls, talking about all that. A tit is a tit, and a twat is a twat. 
different style. That book elevated me more than I will ever be elevated again. I'm still waiting for that moment. It's, that it's your first set as a comedian. It. It's your first hit of a drug. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So it, it was it was more important than hitting weed the first time. It was more important than dropping acid. Like those, those are amazing. Like those times will always be. But that huge actual, but that that, book, a, that actual, like almost conceptually abstract high of yeah. Because uh, seeing seeing someone put it to you and and say, read this. And you see, will understand. And it was like it was it was like I had to grab that book. I had to. You know, it's, it wasn't on purpose. It was just done. It, it's funny that you bring up that point, the, the point about the cursing, because my dad's a huge horror fan as well, uh, much to my detriment, um, because he made me think dogs were werewolves for about two weeks um, <laughs> after I watched The Howling. Um, no, Wolfen. It was Wolfen. Um, Wolfen. Howling. That series turned into like a softcore porn. Oh, series yeah, that's later on. <laughs> yeah. First one was all right, but I mean, it, first one was legit. It's, it's yeah, strange. like you're like, oh, there it's a spa, but it's a werewolf thing. After that, it was like it's a spa, it's a werewolf orgy. Yeah. Orgies of werewolves, like naked. Which yeah, sounds werewolves. awesome, but yeah. did actually did not work out in execution. <laughs> but no, I remember my dad. Um, let me borrow his copy of It. He had a ton of Stephen King. That was my favorite. That was the next one I read. Continue. And yeah. it was the first book that I read that had the word fuck in it. I remember feeling almost shame. Um, you're fine. Um, almost, like, uncomfortable. Because I was like, oh, like, that's a bad word. Like, But it's in a thing that my dad gave me. So, like, how should I feel? And I was like, I was like, there's a bad word in this. My dad's like, yeah. And I went... Is that okay? Like, cancel reading? He goes, yeah. And I remember my brain going, you can say anything in a book. And I think that set me down, A, my path to, well, obviously wanting to be yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and why, usually within the first paragraph of anything I write, it tends to be, like, a curse word. Because I'm like, that's what'll grab, that's what grab me. It might grab someone else. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, I've already forgotten. Oh, the book that uh, kind of changed my trajectory, other than it in that regard, I will say when I was six, I think I was fifteen or sixteen, and our mutual friend Jr. Uh, Jr. Poston, what's up? He loaned me "Better Than Sex" um, by Hunter S. Thompson, and I think that one that changed my brain. Um, I believe it was about the ninety-two election, it presidential was. election. Yes, I always get that ninety-six because he talks about Clinton, and I can never remember which one's which. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it was Clinton's first run. Uh, so it would have been 92, um, about the 92, um, presidential campaign. And I, I, it, it, I mean, it, it broke me in a good way where I could not believe there was someone that was writing this way, this voice, this, and that changed the trajectory of, of my life. Cause I mean, he's one of my biggest influences. Um, I, I want to jump in right now. Um, I think Hunter S. Thompson is possibly the best writer, American writer, in the last 100 years. I, I would put it, I would say he's dangerously close to like a, a, a modern Mark Twain in terms of the there satire, in terms of how he talks about things. But, but the, what he the, was just the weird, doing, the weird, doing. I mean, yeah. Well, I, he was there. He was at those points. When he wrote about the Hells Angels, he was there. Oh, God. When he wrote about, you know, the fear and loathing of the election campaign. He was there. Like, all of that is about him Man, I've been there, there 100% mentally, but he was there. <laughs> but he was involved. Oh, well, and the thing is, I was talking to someone, because I worked with some kids who were younger than me, and I was talking about, like, because Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, they just came up with the, with the, uh, the tabletop game based on it. I heard about um, it. Yeah, where you do drugs and you have to do tasks based on... Awesome. I'm going to get it. I want to um, play with you. Yes, that's when I think I'll be... I'll be we able can to make like, that a we can make that a gap show to um, do that game. That would be hilarious. I think we'll end up turning it into an episode of D twenty proof because we're talking okay. about doing different. But you games. have to give me a yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, we could even do yeah a special cushion episode where yeah we do that. Okay. Um, but uh, I was talking to him and I was like trying to describe Gonzo journalism to someone who has never read him, has never seen the movies, um, and where the Buffalo's from. Good. 
little rough compared to Fear Loving Las Vegas and Run no, Diary. He starts improving after that. Well, that that's a um, bit of a... Well, that's, it's more of a Johnny Depp versus Bill Murray thing. But I love Bill Murray doing him. And I love yeah, Johnny and, Depp But, him, but so Peter okay. Boyle as... as um, oh, as Dr. Gonzo? As Dr. Gonzo was like... <laughs> you're like... Especially like, I watched it after Fear and Loathing. So it's like, you. I always have had Benito Del Toro in my head. He, and he was so fucking good in that. He um, was amazing. When you think of Dr. Gonzo, and and when you think of Benicio Del Toro, just remember this. Benicio Del Toro had trouble getting a job after that, because everyone thought he was that crazy. We were actually talking about this, the scene where, what is years. it, is it, when he's, when he, uh, when Thompson starts talking to him about what's going to happen after they find the drugged out, um... Christina Ricci, <laughs> yes, and yes. and it's like they're a man, and and uh, and Del Toro's just going, oh, because oh, so like, he's oh. so offended by everything. That, but, it, but like that that's Thompson's what he, but it's saying, but it's like, but it's like that's what you did. Yeah, <laughs> you drew up this Jesus freak who paints pictures of was it Barbara Streisand or something like that? Barbara Streisand was it? Yes, um, she was yes. Because and we were talking about it because the the carpeting in the hallway, um, at when we went to Starfest, I just kept going. I'm gonna look up. There gonna be lizard people at the bar. Like, <laughs> where's part? Who's feeding these lizards yes. alcohol? <laughs> I'm not good at quoting Thompson because there's too many quotes. But but yes, I mean, yeah, yes, yes. yes. Um, just yeah. When and when he's trying to get off the carousel at Circus Circus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but uh, yeah, better than sex. I mean, it, it broke my brain. That I ended up like ravenously, um, voraciously taking down. Hell's Angels and um, Fear and Loving Las Vegas, which um, admittedly I like, I like the movie more than like the book. Um, but the book ain't bad. No, the, the book, book is the book does a great job. Um, the book is the where the buffaloes roam. Uh, more about the uh, was that seventy six election? I think um, it was really good. Whenever he talks about Nixon, is always awesome. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's oh, yeah. I, and there's a term that he uses that I've I've actually always said. My it always whenever I sit in front of my mom, she goes, "What does that mean?" I'm like. You had to have read him to know, but like when he calls pol- uh, some politicians moral mutants, mm-hmm. I love that fucking phrase. Um, that's that's why he oh, at at that point when he sees the lizards, in for loving, yeah, it's because of that. It it leads in from that, in oh, my yeah. opinion. It's because of um, I'm freaking the fuck out. What's going on? And then I get into the spot where there everybody is the exact epitome of that. I mean, you can't. Lizards. Did you ever read Kingdom of Fear, which I think was his, might have been his last one. No, I did not. Uh, it's got a great bit in it where um, it's kind of episodic in terms of, it's almost like an autobiography. I love his episodic re- writing. He does that the best. It's like the guy naturally like lives and thinks in chapters. It's, it's almost yeah. surreal the way you're just like, there's no other way this could have been structured. I know you're writing it just as it happened to you. So I'm like, you literally live... Mm-hmm. In chapters. But he's got one where he's talking about... He lived next door to um, Jack Nicholson. We are enough to talk about The Shining. Um, and how they would, like, prank each other. And there was I one where... That, yeah. He went, like, in the middle of... He went in the middle of the night and put... Like, a elk heart or something, like, on his doorstep. And then started, like... Had got, like, a PA system out in the woods. And started playing, like, mariachi <laughs> yes. music and yes. shooting his gun. Mariachi music. and yes. or, or whatever. You know what I mean? And, like... And then when Nicholson found the heart at its front door, he thought he was, like, under a terrorist attack or was a crazy fan and called the cops. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Thompson out. had to, like, go over and be, like, the next day and be, like, sorry? <laughs> like, it's... And and the whole thing's like it's like fifty sixty pages. It's like I I was laughing so hard during Kingdom of Fear. That's that's a I good, think he had one other one after that, but I think it was a collection of like correspondences or that's something. That's a good jumping off point. Um, Considering we never. How come Jack Nicholson didn't ever play Hunter Thompson? Is it because Nicholson is so well set up for that? Well, he's a very he's not a he's not a. How can I put this? He's he doesn't method act. Um, no, he's not. Nicholson he's, does himself as adapting to that. Yeah, character. he's not an outright like character. So it actor. wasn't there for him to do um, it because Nicholson is one of the best actors of all time. Yeah. But he's very much Jackie always himself Nicholson. on some level. Yeah. Um, oh, even on even levels. on even on um, 
Was that eight easy pieces with the, oh, the yeah. whole... I mean, I'm like, I can see him doing that and in real life. One floor of the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. That is Jack Nicholson. I mean, that's even, our first... Even the, the Keaton like, Batman, it was like... It, yeah. was, it was Jack Nicholson. When, um, when, we, when we debate Jokers, we go... I, I, would, I, would say you, I would think you'd say the same thing. Heath Ledger was the Joker. Jack Nicholson was Jack Nicholson... Being the Joker. Heath Ledger is my second favorite Joker. I will say. Is that. he is he less than Jack to you? Who? Heath. Who, who's it, your number one Joker? Mark Hamill. Okay, fuck off with the voiceovers. I like it though. Good reference. It's people's visual Joker. actors. Visual actor. Heath Ledger's number one. So um, who's I, two? Jack Nicholson. Why? Because I know it was at the time, but like Nicholson's Joker was. I wouldn't say so over the top, but it was so, so comic booky. And I know that's how comic book movies were at the time. You know, I mean, almost to their detriment. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, there, almost yeah. to their detri- detriment. Um, whereas with the Nolan Batman's, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, um, <laughs> when we hit our top fives, but was so much more grounded, realistic, and earnest that I mean. It was it was the Joker I didn't know I wanted um, in that one. Whereas Nicholson's Joker wow. was like, that's wow. what I expect from Nicholson doing the Joker and you know the whole fake hand thing and where does he get those wonderful toys and yeah. you know when uh, when, pull, uh, when, pull. when Jerry Hall walks in and he goes, "Honey, I'm home," and she faints and he's like, uh-huh. huh. "Yeah, wait till they get a load of me." Or when she says, "You look good," he goes, "I didn't ask." He goes. I didn't ask. Yeah, that's it's it's a. I did that once in context. Was I, I have nothing to add to that that would be different except, yes, Nicholson did it in that way. That was that time. I mean, he he set the bar. I will say that he he set it higher. He did as far as TV acting jokers. I mean, Caesar, well, Cesar Romero forgot, like exactly. refused it, refused to uh, shave his mustache, which kind of took me out of it as I got older. <laughs> and um, that was years and years before that. I, I will tell you this: I got the hero click of the '66 Batman Joker, nice. and he's got like a little mustache under little his. Mustache yeah, color. like I was like, that's actually kind of neat. Jack Jack did it. Not that Cesar Romero did a bad job either, but no, once again, no, it was no, very, no. it was very what we you know for. I mean, comic books are printed in four color. Uh-huh. Um, well, then now it's all digital, but. Um, you know, it was very four color. It was very the Joker from, you know, the comics in terms of, you know, before he went like, before he went clown. shit, that was crazy. In, in it was 80s. a different response of Joker. In, in the, in the 80s, um, yeah. In, in the, in the 60s Batman. Romero, it was very loud. It was very bright. It was very, very loud. camp. And, and they, they, they wore the outfits like that. In, in the, and he, in and the, he did, and he did in, 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 uh, Burton's first Batman but, as well. But, 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 it, was, was but it was, but it was darker. Wasn't, the, it wasn't bright. The colors but it was, were darker. They weren't big and literally, big but and bright. It, was, it, it wasn't was still, about that. Rewatch it. There's still there's a, and especially now that you watch like thirty years later, especially with like like I said the the realistic earnestness from the the um, not Norton um, what's his name uh, the director I can't think of his name Burton? Uh, no 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 <laughs> the the trilogy um, um, Nolan. Nolan Nolan yeah. Um, Like when when okay when we saw Keaton's Batman or Burton's Batman we went, holy fuck that thing well, we've been I watching like in the sixties. Keaton's Batman. Uh, well, yeah, I like li- that. literally Virginia. Batman, but yeah. Virginia, yeah. But you know when we watched Burton's Batman, it's like holy shit that thing in the sixties was so fucking kitty. Like you know what I mean? Like K I Z D. Can't be as fuck. Yeah. Which and it and it was. Um, it was designed. And I'm not saying to the extent, but when you watch like Batman Begins and then like watch like Burton's Batman, you're kind of like. Joker's kind of campy, like not to the extent. Obviously, it wasn't written to be campy, but you know, just the the almost silliness of the line, like "Ah, Beauty and the Beast." If anyone else calls you Beast, I'll rip their lungs out. Yeah, like no. great line, but like at the time worked. If you did that now, you'd be like, "What a weird no, fucking no, line." Exactly. Two thousand sixteen that comes out, not appreciated. As opposed to like, do you know how I got these scars uh-huh. and like you know? Well, that's 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 how. That's how the the the, uh, the Nolan Batman or Nolan Batman Nolan Joker was completely different, and I think it built off of Tim Burton's Joker. Tim Burton. Well, I mean, Batman, there wouldn't have been a Nolan changed. Batman without, uh, yeah, without without Burton's Batman. I mean, no way, and um, no way, no way. I now, given we wouldn't have had a 
Schumacher Batman either, which would have been nice. <laughs> but that's not the Joker's fault. That's that's uh, no, it's not. Who, who made those movies? Is that is that uh, the MGM? studio or the yeah, uh, Warner Brothers? They Warner Brothers problem. That's they that's, own DC. That's Bugs Bunny's fault. That's they that went. They they wanted that. they wanted Toyetic, and weirdly homosexually overtoned or uh, undertoned rather. Um, <laughs> I was going to say overtoned. I was going to say more undertoned, even though it was even though usually gay. <laughs> dude, they're like. They're like, we're getting ready for a fight montage. It's like several pictures of cod pieces, like several shots of cod pieces. Every and cod piece. the only bat person to not have nipples on their thing was Alicia Silverstone. Did that right? Alicia said, yeah. Yeah. Who should have, like... Who should have had nipples? Oh, or at least some kind of bat camel toe in that <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm a lover of Alicia Silverstone. And she did that. And that whole movie was all about dudes doing dude things. To other that, dudes. That a lot of dudes don't do. It's about different dude things. Yeah. It was... Um, it really was, weird. It was, really weird. it was very Fire Island at some point. Um, <laughs> but, but... But they did... They did on that... You're right. That that movie, they flashed forward for the nipples on both suits. Which I understand what he was trying to get at. It just didn't work. Because he was like, we want to base them on like Greek statues and they, they had nipples. Well, yeah. Because, you know... We have nipples. Ours are useless mm-hmm. and evolutionarily pointless. Yeah, I don't but, um, be in touch. Don't um, nipples. But, uh, well, mine are, yeah, I've got from the piercings, it's, they're horrible. From, yeah, I didn't pierce them. Don't touch my nipples, motherfuckers. Um, but uh, back to nipple golf from yesterday. But um, <laughs> we will get back to sports in a moment, though, because we actually never finished the conversation from half an hour ago. Um, but this is what the but show like yeah, it was ba- it was based it, right? on like you know Greek statues and like you know Adonises and gods and I get it's like I get what you're doing but like why would you like nipples yeah it was too much it was too much um, I mean it was it was almost to the point where you expected to have like the little placards in the Bat Cave let's say like Bat Computer Bat Fire Extinguisher like they, they did uh-huh. in the 60s like it was like it was bat almost so credit sim- card. That was the Kilmer one, wasn't it? I no, don't, was no, that Keaton's? that was definitely Cooney. That was oh, Clooney? Oh, it, Clooney. it was Clooney. Yes, it was. Yeah, but I do like that Clooney like, legitimately like took a kind of blame and went, I killed the franchise. <laughs> like, he goes, I made a Batman who smiled. He did. He goes, I take, like, he goes, bad move. I'm like, like he takes, and I was like, that made me like him as a human being. Well, no, I'm, I'm with you. on his In his defense... He didn't I mean, it write wasn't the movie. It he wasn't was, written well, but but anyway, like uh, to get back to what kickstarted this whole thing uh, was me <laughs> playing sports in my youth and <laughs> kickstart for sure. Yes, um, I mean outside of like gym classes and shit like that. Um, but um, I think initially I played soccer for a year. Um, not good. I was the kid from Ladybugs that was like sitting down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, didn't have anything to do. Um, now I watch soccer at work and I go, yeah, I, that's, I was never going to do that. Um, but uh, but if you watch soccer when little kids play, that's where the parents can hide their kids. Can hide their kids. Hide their kids? I want him to play sports. So he'll play soccer. And oh, yeah. Cause it's that about- guy that doesn't lose the game. Do this, do that. I see what you're saying. Just yeah, there's not necessarily there's the not field. like there's not a spotlight there. Exactly. Um, the way there was like my kid should be quarterback, my kid mm. should be point he's, guard. He's not going to strike out during the big game. He's not going to fumble the ball. He's right. not going to miss a free throw. Right. That type of deal. Soccer is is that's why when people say soccer is the most played sport in the whole world, and it is. Of course it is. But that's one of the biggest reasons why, in my opinion. Actually, I've kind of grown to like. Like soccer, uh, uh, my bo- one of my bosses is from Manchester, England, and um, the English um, Premier League is it's all the British teams mm-hmm. um, playing right now. And I put it on like on our we have to have sports or news, and I put it on there in the mornings for him. He'll walk by and go, "Oh, thanks for putting on soccer." And I'm like, "Yeah." So when I, you do my yearly review, like remember that shit and give me a raise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've kind of been like watching it. Where I'm kind of like, it's boring in that like it's. Like it ends in um, in ties a lot, or there's like one zero, and it's like yeah, very but like watching story. the whole, like back, back of like it's really impressive in terms of the physicality that these players play with because it's it's like basketball. They were talking about a couple weeks ago where it's like offense and defense. Like there's no 
break. There oh, might yeah. be a sub in here and there. Um, Beckham's kind of a douche. But um, in general, like, watching them, and I'm going, I think that's, is it bigger than a football field? It's, it might be. It's bigger and wider yeah. than a football field. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. It's insane watching them run. Um, no fat soccer players, and there's a reason for oh, that. Oh, no, they run the whole time. They are hugely in shape. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, even, oh, like, you know, do. probably going to the gym to like for, like, strength training. But, I mean, like, in terms of, like, just, like, metabolism, like, yeah, no, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so I played soccer, and uh, that didn't go well, uh, obviously, if I have to reference the movie Ladybugs during it. Um, <laughs> and then, here, here's your laugh. I played basketball. That is a... I can't even laugh right now. I just want to hear. Yeah, like, you're just like... He didn't just say that. Like, that's not... I had to have misheard that. I played basketball, and I'm not good. So um, tell me what's up. Yeah, short, unathletic, white kid played basketball. Um, I think it was a matter... I think one of my friends was, like, in the, like, peewee league. You know, like, when you have, like, the, the shirts. You know, yeah, yeah. Not even playing, like, the, the jerseys. The, the mesh ones? Yeah. No, no, no. This was, like, T-shirts. Oh, oh, oh yeah. even that. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like yeah, Aurora Community College, you know, um, basketball. Aurora Community College. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, you sign up for like the summer type yeah. of thing. And yeah, yeah. Um, but I think a friend was like talking about how much he liked it, and I was like, well, my friend's doing it, and I want to hang out with my friend, and this is he plays basketball, so so will I. Mm-hmm. And I will always remember that I was number thirty-four because that's number. Is it really? Why is that? Um, because I love Charles Barkley. Oh, was it Charles Barkley? Because Charles Barkley went from Philly to uh, um, Phoenix, Arizona, Phoenix yeah. Suns, um, wearing 34. He wore 32 in Philly, but when he went to, uh, to Phoenix, it was... when he went to Phoenix, he wore 34. Um, but, uh, I remember that because, this is why I will remember this to my dying day, was that, remember when it was cool to shave shit into your hair? And don't... I remember it vividly with happy memories. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had, I had 34 shaved <laughs> in the back of my head for whatever, week and a half, two weeks. And I was so proud of that. And looking back, I'm like, shouldn't have been. Just should not have. Well, yeah, I, so... I played, you know. I played Titans football. And my mom put a T in the back of my hair for Titans. Yeah. Because I said, please do that. And they called me Turtle, because I was not aggressive at the time. I was um, not not very fast at the time, so they called me Turtle. You chubby kid, kind of stuff without. Any... Oh yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. I was I was a chubby kid until it changed, I, and well, then I, I became the best player on the fucking team. I, yeah, I would say you probably like hit puberty and like the eight like the height weight thing kind of evened out for you yeah i grew into my skin yeah this is what one of my uh one of my coaches or, or parents that was with our team said that he grew into his skin so i did yes now yes and i was always you know of average height but i mean really skinny um <laughs> so yeah and i couldn't couldn't really shoot i mean now it's like you know i can do a little a layup with a paper towel and a trash can. That's about as far as it goes. Because you learned in basketball. I do. I actually, I did that. I went, fades back, shoots, and I did like the like wrist thing. Like I didn't just like throw it, but I did like that. And then one of my bosses was like, where did, what? And I was like, I played back. And it's like, it's like, because I don't care about sports. It doesn't mean I don't know about them, never tried them. You know what I mean? It's like, I just don't follow it. Exactly. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think we've ever talked about that. I actually do have a little bit of a history playing sports. Um, I mentioned several uh, earlier that um, I'd blown up my knee. That wasn't a comic book related thing. That actually happened while I was playing hockey, uh, street hockey. Uh, we were part of a punk rock beer league. Um, Word. It was basically us just trying to sweat out last night's drinking. Um, it's like kickball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, basically a guy um, accidentally, um, and it was accidental, uh, uh, stuck his stick between my legs like a stick and a bicycle spoke type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, my, in my brain, I was like, I'm about to fall into a friend of mine. I know what I'll do. I'll, like, turn myself like the Matrix and dodge him. Yes, that's 
what happened in my brain in a nanosecond. <laughs> well, I'm trying to turn myself to dodge him as if I were Neo. Um, my knee went, instead of up and down, went to the right. Went the wrong and, way. And uh, with no medical insurance, it was like, well, pour some Tussin on it and I'll be fine. <laughs> Get the Tussin in Get the Get the Tussin, yeah. Bone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, is that Chris Rock, I think? Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> broke my arm, put the Tussin in it. Um, but that was, that was, yeah. So, no, that's good stuff. Yeah, let's, let's so I thought we'd tie, tie a little bit into sports. Well, you're, you're a sporty guy, man. I like that. Let's do this top five real quick. This top five, uh, at time of recording, uh, happy birthday, Gary Oldman's not as old as we thought he was. At all. What, 58? 58 today. Um, blown away by that. Yeah, I, 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 22 years older than us. I honestly, crazy. which you talked about that when we were looking up his movies, because he got into like f- actual films. Um, about the time we would have been like, oh, we're Watching getting into yeah. you know HBO and, and and going to movie theaters and seeing commercials for stuff, and and that's still still amazing to me. I would have pushed. I would have thought. I would have thought. I thought yeah, that. I mean, I you know like, I mean, given you don't think Christopher Plummer is like nine hundred and two <laughs> and making death metal albums, but I mean, but I would have thought like up there with. Um, but and Nicholson's old. I mean, older. Oh yeah, he's he's he's, he's pushing. He's 70. over seventy. Yeah, over like, and that's where I would have thought like Gary Oldman. But I mean, it's just he's been around so long to us that we assume oh he's got to be. What what I think that adds up to is he's been around our life, and mm-hmm. we got to see him during our life, and and there it is. So so do one of the top five Gary Oldman movies, which was is pretty cool. Really difficult. Um, difficult as fuck. That's why honorable mentions are great. Uh, do you want to flip a coin, or do you want me to have? Uh, I got a coin. Uh, uh, Siri, do it. Okay. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. We're doing uh, heads or tails. Oh, you wanted me to call it? Yeah. I, you, <laughs> I was like, set go heads. 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 I'm gonna go first. Um, but I called heads. So when I get to decide which one oh, of us okay, goes first, well, but go goes? first. Okay, I figured so that's that what that meant. <laughs> oh, that's you were thinking you were thinking called go second. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, I figured you would want to go first if you win. Second, I meant. Um, so yeah, um, honorable mentions. Fifth element. Fuck! I can't believe I forgot fifth element. Did you forget the fifth element? I did. Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. Um, great oh, Zorg! When he has that weird alien yeah. that we think. Possibly could be blowing him. <laughs> his, his, he looks like he reminds me of Ted Cruz. <laughs> Basically, just waiting. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yo, 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 doing that deal. Number, uh, no, no, no numbers. I'm still doing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, well, we really need to not talk about them. Like I know you and I together. It's like, <laughs> but then that part happened. We'll 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 move yeah. past it. Uh, Book of Levi. He played Carnage. Uh, I yeah, I said okay. Levi because I'm thinking of my right, but yeah, right. Book of Eli. Um, JFK played mm-hmm. Lee, Hart, Lee Harvey, which mm-hmm. was amazing. The professional. As an honorable held, mention? As an honorable mention. Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know, but you'll see what I'm talking about when I get on going here. Uh, number five, Batman begins. All of those, uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. He was, he was Gordon, and he was excellent as Gordon. Yeah. Excellent. Showed him go from cop to commission to general, not not general to lieutenant to commissioner. Finally, perfect, perfectly done. Um, that could be higher on my list, and I will say that the uh, honorable mentions, all of those, could be on my list. He just has so many things going on. Uh, number four, Hannibal. Okay, Mason Verger. Yeah, um, it was one of the FBI agents, wasn't it? No, he was Mason Verger. He was the was one he the that, killer? No. no, he was the one that. Was all fucked up, rich. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who, the, the one that Hannibal ate his face off when yeah. he tripped him out on drugs. Oh, I'm thinking of Red Dragon. I'm thinking of that. There you go. No, not that. Okay. But no, no. Hannibal Mason Berger. You don't even know it's him because he's got the prosthetic Alex. on. He's doing the the whole deal. Very well done. Number four, Hannibal Mason Berger. Number three, Murder in the First. He's the warden. He's the lawyer. He's the warden. Yeah. 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 Because um, Christian Slater's a lawyer. Yes. Yeah. But he's not. He's also not the. That's funny. We just had William H Macy a week ago. Yeah. And William H Macy is the is the DA trying to put away. Is he the yeah trying to put him away? Um, 
Murder on the First. God, he plays Milton movie. Glenn. He is, he is mean as fuck in yeah. that movie. As, as as fuck is mean, he is that guy. Yeah. He is so brutal in that movie. Um, that movie is stuck with me. I watch that every time it comes on. Kevin Bacon did a great job. Kevin Bacon did a great job. I'm just cycling through it in my head. That's I'm the like, best job Christian Slater's ever done. It's not even close. It's, it's not, not even Gleaming close. the Cube? Okay. Well, I was going to say Gleaming the Cube next, but he's going to get that, that, that thing for being the... being the. He was in Prince of Thieves. Good for him. Um, he was one of the guys that couldn't speak in an English accent. Him no one. And, him and Kevin Costner like the only up. Rest in peace, but the only one that actually had the accent was an actual British guy, which was... Rickman. Yes. I mean... He, the best actor in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And his henchmen, who he stabs in the stomach, yeah. were the only ones who could do that to yeah. a reasonable thing. Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio did not speak in no. an English accent for that movie. Um, but number three, Murder in the First. Number two, Dracula. He played Dracula. <laughs> he was awesome in was that creepy. fucking movie. Creepy as fuck. And that, With like, the weird hair. Weird hair choices on Weird that. hair. I, I don't know if he decided that, but the hair was different. I don't think that I don't think that movie was meant to be a horror flick. I think it was meant to be a period piece, almost a yeah, almost a, a what's a, an epic type movie. But him playing Dracula, amazing, amazing. Well, just you think of like the two different Draculas, which was the mm-hmm. one with the. I was thinking Mr. Burns because from the Treehouse he of looks just like Mr. Mr. Burns. Burns. <laughs> like yeah, like that one, like the, when the shadow moves on its own, uh-huh. like, and then yeah. like when he's like young again and he looks like he's from like dazed and confused. Uh huh. Like long, radically hair, different. Yeah, deal, with the deal. round glasses. I mean, yep. just radical transformation in terms of the same character. Just, just a very well done yeah role in my opinion. And my number one. This is, this was my number one when we talked about this. Flaming the cube. He was true the cube. romance. A true romance. When he played Drexel Spivey. Mm-hmm. The G. Talked like a homeboy. Yep. Talked like a G. Did the whole mm-hmm. the whole white boy crossover. And that's when you're like, and deal. character actor of the millennium. The, period. Like, when, whenever anybody says, who's if, if anybody were to ask me who's your favorite character actor, it's easily Gary Oldman. Absolutely. Because of that movie and many others he'd done. But him playing that role. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. I, I, only because I knew who he was that I didn't believe it. Outside of that, 100%. Believed. You would have been like, that's just a guy they found on the street and like, yeah. and that's how With the that's, dreads and with the language know, like, and every, the way the, he the, put the way, like, the way Jason Mewes is basically Jason Mewes and everything. He, for it, lo- you know what I mean? Good point. Good like, point. yeah. Good point. Um, I, I, I love, uh, a true, true Romance is a good movie. It's a yeah. good movie. He's the best part of that movie. In my opinion, yeah, the Bronson. Weirdly enough, back to was that Christian Slater? Are we back to Christian Slater? Yeah, (laughs) two times. That's the first time this has ever happened. Happened, yeah. Two Christian, two Christian Slater movies. Um, Patricia Arquette being sexy as hell. Uh, Written by Tarantino. Written, uh, written by Tarantino. Directed by Tony Scott. Yeah, Tony Scott. It's it's not a Tarantino movie. No, it's a Tarantino script. It's a Tarantino movie in terms of like. What's going on and how it's being said? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it very much is like the Tarantino. language is yeah. there and all that. But it's Dennis yeah, no, Hopper, it's, it's Tony Scott, Dennis Hopper, and 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 good Lord Christopher Walken doing their uh-huh. scene. Oh, perfect! You're bringing up a whole bunch of movies. I just want to watch. I'm gonna watch. Like, it tonight. I, yeah, like I'm like, <laughs> but him being Drexel Spivey, yeah, in, in in True Romance is my number one Jerry Oldman role. Go ahead. Wow. Yeah, you and I actually have radically different lists. Good. Um, good. Honorable mentions, Dracula, uh, what's been said is what's been said, uh, JFK, uh, Air Force One, uh, and True Romance. Ooh, I forgot Air Force One. Oh, and I need oh. to say, as honorable mentions, I'm not going to redo my whole list oh. for it, but yeah, Fifth Element, I cannot believe I forgot because I love that movie. Air Force One, he was so fucking awesome. Yeah, he was movie. the Russian terrorist. Oh my God, he was great in that movie. I saw it in theaters, I mean, I remember that. I did too, I took Audra Carroll to that movie. I uh, that. saw it with my dad. Yeah, I, that was that was. Um, Get off my plane! It's it's a it's a movie that doesn't necessarily hold up nowadays. But Gary Oldman is still time, awesome in it. It's perfect, and he is the best. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now you couldn't really do it because it like did have to be Islamic, and it would be. Mm. <laughs> and 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 our presidents aren't badasses. Yeah, ever, no, like so yeah, exactly. It changes the whole deal. Like I just imagine like who would win a fight, Gary Oldman or like George W. Bush, and I'm like Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman would own that. Like he would have him. You would have him with a gun under his chin saying, 
you're going to say this. You're going to say, America sucks and we love you. And you go, and it's hard to put family on your food table. And it's like, God damn it, you're too dumb to even hijack. Um, Air Force One, great one. Air Force good One. one. Good one. Um, number five, uh, great movie. Parts of it a little inaccurate, but otherwise great movie. I think it's one of his earliest roles. And my daughter's named after his character, Sid and Nancy. Um, oh, I remember good, watching that in, in high school, like Holy over shit. and over and over and over again. And I think I've, was, I've seen I was like, I was like, this is so, and not realizing like how, like not trying to be glib uh, about it, but like, I was like, this is so punk rock. Like it was shot so grainy and oh, cheaply. It was, I mean, it was, that, yeah. it was, I mean, it was punk rock. It was very DIY um, Fuck yeah. looking. Fuck um, yeah. Great one. Yeah. I, Sid I Nancy. missed that one. Great That's. One. Hey, but you had Fifth Element, which I can't believe I missed. <laughs> Negative, I am a frozen meat popsicle. Um, this is... That's what he says. Um, this one, uh, number four, I've talked about it on, on No Applause. It's a great movie, and I, I knew it wasn't making your list. I don't think you've ever even heard of it. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you all about it. It's called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead. Got me on that one. Don't it's it. him and Tim Roth... Um, Tim so, Roth? Okay, yeah, so cool. back to Tarantino stuff. Um, <laughs> him and Tim Roth play these two side characters uh, from Hamlet. But the movie is focused on them and, like, what they do when, like, Hamlet's going on. And it's really, really um, metaphysical. Like, they're walking through the woods and they're talking about, like, coin flips and how it keeps landing on heads, like, 500 times in a row. And they're like, that's not possible. And, like what is this place that we're in? And you realize they're literally waiting in the wings and they haven't been introduced yet, so they're, like, in limbo. Like, it's... Um, please write that down. I want yes, to see this movie. I want to see it. There's a part where they're playing... Oh, what is it? I think it's called Metaphorical Tennis. Uh, and they have to keep, like, asking questions. They can only ask questions of, like, a philosophical, like, edge to them. This seems so bizarre. And they're, like, they're, like, you know, one love, two love. Like, they're, like, fell, rhetorical. Like, it's... So mind-bendingly good, but it's from like 1987 or something. Um, that is so bizarre. I yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. You're going to be like, what did I just watch? Crazy. Um, but yeah, it's basically the story of the two characters while Hamlet's going on. And like, randomly, like, Hamlet or his mother will come in. And it's like, those scenes from Hamlet with the two characters and the, you know, whoever else. And then the rest of the play kind of goes on around them, and they're just wandering through the castle and trying to figure out, like, where that room went. Well, they're that, not a set anymore, so that room's gone. Like, and what is, like, what does it mean to exist? Like, it's amazing and funny and weird. Uh, oh, Rosencrantz and Gilbert Cerner are dead, yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, I had to pick a specific one. I didn't do the whole franchise, but number three, uh, specifically Dark Knight. Um, cool. Just the whole uh, Joker tricks his way into the prison, and they go, well, like, Hey, let's go have a big hand for our new commissioner. And then the Joker's in the cell doing the slow clap. Looking Bam. right at him. Yeah. He goes, commissioner. <laughs> commissioner. Um, <laughs> I mean, just that whole, like, you know, Gordon faked his death. Like, when they, when I honestly thought they killed him, and I was like, okay, yeah, like, second act, gotta have a big death. And then, like, mm -hmm. didn't, I honestly didn't see him coming back. Like, I was just like, oh, that was... No, that worked out huge. I'm, I'm totally with you. Um, I mean, to have his whole, character that do that. Whole, that and when he comes back and his scene. wife slaps him and then cries, I was like, yeah. that's really powerful when you think about it. Oh, it's huge. Because, like, what did they... Uh, and this is horrible, but what did he put the kids through for, like, a week? Yeah. Like, the wife will be able to, like, process it and go, okay, that was his job. He was I'm, trying to... I'm whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep you safe. But the kids are like, Dad's not coming back from the job we knew might get him. That's uh, I'm glad you broke that down because that's because it was so it seemed said, so benign to the kids like did Batman save you? No, I saved him. And the kids like, well, yay! And you're like, you thought he was dead for like a week? Like that the kid, kid would be go, yay! And the yeah, kid goes, no, like that kid would be he goes like good. It's a good thing he kept yeah. his job as commissioner because he's gonna have to pay out the ass for that kid's therapy in ten years. Because mm -hmm. it's like, well, my dad left and then came back from the dead. Like that's gonna do something to you. Oh yeah. Fuck you um, you're not gonna be able to trust anything he says. I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna say it again. I'm really glad that you brought. That yeah, that was, it was one of the weird, weirdest inconsistencies in terms of when I was watching it, like over but, and over. But, and I'm like, well, that, wait a minute. But that 30 minute part of the Dark Knight is huge, and it's on so many levels. Yeah, you don't think you and don't think about the, like, the family. Fan. You think like, oh, Gordon, Batman, there was a plan, whatever. But then I'm like, after like, the third time you watch it, you're like, wait a minute. 
Like, well let's think about them nice. real quick. <laughs> like, once again, like, if they did a movie about, like, her week and, like, just Dark Knight's happening outside of her yeah. house, that'd be, like, Rosencrantz and, and Guildenstern. There you go. Okay, cool. cool. Um, number two, um, I'll try to keep this short because I know we're coming up on time. Um, of course, one of them had to be on my list, and it's the one that introduces them. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. I am a Potter more. Uh, he, more than, than that, because I haven't watched any Harry. More movies. than that, I'm I'm, I'm uh, Ravenclaw. But um, <laughs> go Ravenclaw Quidditch. My one favorite sports team on Facebook. Um, not, not on my list. I have not watched. Uh, he plays Potter. Sirius Black, who's a um, anamorph, an animagician, who he turns into a black dog. Which there's so much to say about that, since having a black dog, um, if you like, if I said Gonzo, you like, I can see your black dog. It tends to mean like you have like some kind of inner demon or suicide is it, thoughts. Is it, is it, does it? It represents. It represents does it, does like it suicide add and to, death. To uh, Led Zeppelin saying "black dog." Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, but it's it's a, it's a. I don't hear the saying very much about it, but it's like you know when someone kills themselves and go, ah, oh, the black dog got him. Like it's, it tends to mean like there was something, something up. Um, That's creepy as fuck, but I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you about a book later when we're off air. I don't want to get into it right now, but um, it's it's there's reference to well, actually, weirdly enough, uh, Led Zeppelin's Black Dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, he plays Sirius Black, who's uh, Harry's godfather. Uh, he can turn into a dog. He's the prisoner of Azkaban. Um, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, improperly, not improperly, but um. Mistakenly arrested, um, got railroaded um, for speaking out against the Death Eaters in Voldemort. Um, comes back and and saves Harry. Um, dies uh, during, I believe, Order of the Phoenix. Um, in one of the weirdest foreshadows you've ever seen, because at one point the the potion teacher is asked to like join the table of teachers, and she goes, "No," because there are twelve people at this table, um, and everyone knows if thirteen people sit at a table, the first one to stand up will die soon. And then you watch when they put together the Order of the Phoenix in Order of the Phoenix. And they're, if I, I didn't even count, like, I didn't know this until I looked up, like, IMDb about it, but Sirius Black sitting in, like, when they're putting together, like, the defense against Voldemort, I didn't even notice there were 13 people, and Sirius is the first one to stand up. And he dies protecting Hogwarts and the kids. Um, okay. Did a great job, like... I know that if you don't like Harry Potter and what I'm describing probably sounds so it's not that I horrendously don't like stupid. Harry Potter, I no, no, no. But I mean, I know I can describe things in a way you're just like, Gary Oldman turns into a dog? Like, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds like Shaggy DA, but it's way better. Um, Shaggy DA. <laughs> you know, whether you want the original with Fred McMurray or the remakes with Tim Allen. Um, That's why I'm going to die cold and alone. <clears throat> um, just a great job. Um, very much kind of, we were talking about it off air with Watchmen, um, kind of the comedian of, he kind of ties everyone together through uh, Harry's parents and then the teachers and Hogwarts and defense and da 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 da. Um, gotcha. He, he kind of brings them all together um, to die. Um, okay. Like Obi-Wan kind of, he kind of brings everyone together in, in New Hope and then turns into a bathrobe. Um, but not Jar Jar. But not new, never Jar Jar. Uh, number one, I thought honestly it would be your number one or number two. Uh, I'll give you a high five on that because I knew Leon. That's where I was going. Le Professional. Yep. Um, he. You talk about like the character actor. I didn't know who he was when I saw that. I mean, he was young enough. It was you know early nineties, um, and I was terrified of his cop character. Other than the obviously out of control meth addiction he has in that movie, yes, yes, but like yes. just every time he like crack his neck or twitch, it was so menacing and sinister. Especially, specifically the the part and I know you're gonna know what I'm talking about in the bathroom when um, oh, she yeah. comes in with the lunch and he gets oh, super yeah. pervy. But it's just <laughs> like way way. Rough. But I, way rough. I I was young enough that I didn't <laughs> I didn't I didn't have a disconnect between actor and character. Like it was just like right. I'm seeing this and I don't. Realize like that's Gary Oldman and his character. It's like there's a creepy guy and he's stroking this girl's hair and he's doing drugs and you know like. Ugh. Well, that's 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 good. Professional was that's great movie. That's gonna lead into what I'm gonna say right now. Romeo is bleeding. With Jet Li. No, Romeo is bleeding. Do you know that movie? It's a gang movie, isn't it? Yeah, the American version. What am I thinking? Okay, go ahead. With with Gary Oldman being 
insanely crazy. It that was. We didn't make mine. Didn't make yours. Or honorable mentions or anything. That movie is insane. He he does the professional character times ten. Huh. In that movie. Ninety three. Yeah. That's when he's kicking out the the walls, tripping out his fucking balls. He's he's crazy as fuck in that movie. Hmm. Have you seen that movie? It's been a long, long time. That that that's cool because I didn't put that on there because I wanted to talk to you about that movie. I've that is him. That is him being, being the professional, being Stansfield, times ten, being out of mind crazy. He's good at crazy. I mean, he, he's he's a, an amazing actor. Like if 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 we did a top five actors, the one with Jet Li's Romeo must die. That's Romeo what I'm thinking. Die. That's the the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but like every time he like beats the crap out of someone, it's like X-ray vision, and it shows like the bones being broken and bad. See, well, at the time, good CGI, but good CGI at the time, but bad for the story. Yeah, no, I know. It's yeah, it's like Romeo is bleeding is a fucked up movie. When I edit this, when I edit this, I'm gonna listen to this part specifically and just make a giant list of movies, and I'm just gonna slam through. Well, I'm I'm watching all these now. I'm gonna start watching Harry Potter now because of that. They're not bad movies. First couple, I don't, I don't first couple bad. aimed I at kids, but like after like three, gets like super dark. I, I, I don't, Once they I don't, stop getting directed by Christopher Columbus, they get super dark. I don't mind. Ba- I don't mind kid movies. I'm I'm, I'm all about that. Those are entertaining. I just didn't get into Harry Potter. There was nobody I was sitting next to. Well, I, I got it. I got into it because Charlotte's mom off. was reading them, and like every time there she finished go. a book, she's like, "Boom, you're next. Boom, you're next." And <laughs> when Harry Potter got real. And when it became the, the, the movie franchise that it was, one of the biggest of all time, I was waiting for Slim Cessna to play at the Ogden. I was talking about... Which would be the opposite of Harry Potter. Like, I was talking about, you know, the Coffin Cats playing. I gotta get to go see this rockabilly band. I was doing music stuff at that time. I missed out on Harry Potter. I will say that ten fucking fold. I missed out on Harry Potter. I would like to see it again. I'm gonna start watching it now because, honestly... Outside of Gary Oldman, who's one of my favorite actors of all time, another one of my favorite actors of all time is Alan fucking Rickman. Yeah, and he's, he's Sir Snape. He's hugely important in that series, uh, from what I understand. Yo, from I, and I from seen from, it. from one from one to but seven. But Snape, but Snape is is a name that I've never heard before outside of that, and it's Alan Rickman doing Snape. In the movie, I've never seen. Well, whenever yeah, like whenever whenever we do deal. the Alan Rickman impressions, it's always like someone goes John McClane, and I'm always like Mr. Potter. That's what like, pisses me off. That's me being like I don't know, I don't know for lack of a better term, old, or I just missed it because Alan Rickman to me is Hans. Alan Rickman to me is the Metatron. Alan, and Alan if, Rickman to me is different. But I, when I that. read the books, like I was like, there's no other person that could have played Snape. So is he Alan the perfect Rickman. person to do it? Absolutely. I'm watching those movies, bro. I'm going to knock all uh, of those Gary Oldman, like, no, there's no one else that could have played. Um, I mean, it's like the casting on it. Like, There's no one that could have played any of... like. I can't imagine anyone getting swapped out for anyone else outside of the guy that originally played Dumbledore who died. And then they brought yeah, in what, whatever his name was. I can't remember the other guy. But the, the wizards, the head, like, yeah, yeah, headmaster. Right. Was, he, was he again off the gray? Uh, actually, it's funny you say that. But his name and um, his name is Aldis. His first name is Aldis, which is Latin for I believe white. Um, <laughs> and it's a reference to his beard. So okay, um, okay. But but those those are movies. Yeah, you watch. I, I'll tell you what. You I watch you, once you get all the way through like Deathly Hollows, which is the two part the, the seventh book or movie. Um, I'll tell you, I've always threatened people with weirdly the worst, worst threat ever. I'm like, you know, one of these days I'm going to get a Death Eater tattoo, which is basically like a skull with a snake coming out of the mouth. Metal is hell anyway. Fucking metal is um, shit. But it's, it's reference to that, like, one of the rarest and usually evil, like, um, inherent skills from a wizard is p- what's called parcel tongue, mm-hmm. which is the ability to speak to snakes. Um, Word. And it's associated with the bad guy. Um, as, as it's always been associated with, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even even yeah, Jones knows. Don't trust snakes. <laughs> that's in the Bible. The snake is. That's bad. very true. It's <laughs> very true. I uh, th- think we're we're wrapped up. But I'm gonna watch those movies. I will put. Them I'm up. gonna end up watching 
Romeo, uh, uh, Romeo's bleeding. Romeo must die. No. Romeo's bleeding. Romeo's bleeding. <laughs> I'm not watching Romeo must die again. <laughs> no, no. It, it's like watching the one where he's like Bob Hoskins' yeah. pet. That was a yeah. weird one. I, I love Aaliyah, and I love to look at Aaliyah. She's gorgeous, and I wish she wouldn't have died when we were 22 years old. 21, 22. She was young. Um, yeah, I, wish, I, wish, I wish she wouldn't have gone out with Queen of the Damned. That that was like Lloyd Bridges going out on Mafia. With what does Anne Rice think about that movie? Because I've read that book and it I is, it is, it I is the book. so off of the book in my opinion. Oh yeah, like hugely it's off. Way off. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying like Anne Rice was one of one of my uh, readers as well. I, I read. Oh, I loved I the, the, the original vampire, vampire series was great. I, the the, the second all. the second batch were weird. Um, I want to say something. The second batch changed completely. Oh, uh, that was when they started focusing on Armand and all that. But okay. I, I don't want to. We're going to be here for another hour if that no, happens. No, 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 no. But yes, but yes, we shall watch. Remind, remind me about Queen of the Damned after I hit stop. But cool. yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna be watching a lot of stuff in the next couple of days. Thank you guys. Uh, love y'all. Bye. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!